Hey guys, welcome in. It's the Outspoken Sportscast here. You got your hosts, Brian and Craig. Craig, brother man, how's it going? Craig's back. Woo! Craig All is right. back on a Friday. They had Friday Night Lights last night, so Craig's able to jump on and join us, which is fantastic news. If he And his dog is joining us too as well. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys. Today's episode's 155. We're going to talk about the um, oh, what 0-2 teams we think can still make the playoffs? What 2-0 teams we think might miss the playoffs? We got the top games of week three. We give you the NCAA schedule, and we got some headlines of the week right after this, guys. All right, guys, welcome in, welcome in. Um, we are going to give you the 0-2 team starting off first. That we, we, We're we going to go through those and, and see what um, who we think might still make the playoffs. Because when you start off 0-2, Craig, you just gave me the percentage. It's like 83% chance of missing oh, yeah. the playoffs. Somewhere, somewhere right to 83%. Now, that's in the, the old schedule um, without the added playoff team. But still, uh, it, it's still got to be – and- Still got to be the the 75, 70 percentile that don't make it when you start going to. All right. Well, we got we got the Titans, we got the Bengals, we got the Raiders, and we got the Falcons are all 0-2, and the Panthers. Um, heck, you could even throw the freaking Colts in here. They're they're 0-1-1. Um, and the Texans, I mean, but, uh, you know, none, none of us are beating down the door to say Texans are going to go to the playoffs. Um, let's start with uh, let's start with the Bengals, I guess. Bengals are the interesting one here. Um, yeah. um, you know, we talked about $70 million on an offensive line and you made it worse. I don't know how it could get any worse, but it well, did. No, it's worse than it was it, last year. It, it, it uh, did. And- Spent seventy million dollars to upgrade it, and it they had worse. they had um, one starter from the Super Bowl team last year on their team, and they changed up everybody else. Yeah. And it's a it's a 
it's just a wide open uh, door, basically. Turnstile. It's, it's, it's a Joe Burrow. Now, yeah. this is one thing we talked about that I talked about before is I want to I want to see the Bengals do it again. Well, you got to see that consistency from them. A one two start doesn't look good, and there's some they weren't all that great last year during the regular season. You know what I'm saying? They there were some games where they should have beat the Packers. Um, some games they lost, they should have won, but they got hot in the, in the playoffs and and. Was it more of a fluke? Was it not? It seems maybe it might have been. It, we're only two games in, so this is 0-2 is a little overreaction, especially in the division they're in. Um, and I'm get a little bit of a break this week. so Yeah, yeah. You know, the Browns thought they were getting a break last week, and then <laughs> they lost to the Jets. But I don't see this one happening. I, I, I do think the Bengals still make the playoffs. Um I think Joe Burrow, Joe Cool will get it together once they get that win under their belt and get moving forward in the right right um, way. That The Browns are leading the division right now only because they play in Thursday night football and actually uh, won that game. The Steelers don't look like they can do anything. The Ravens are always going to be um, a decent team. But I think the Bengals – I think the Bengals could end up winning this division and end up starting off 0-2. I think they make the playoffs. Um, what about you? Uh, I think they put themselves behind the eight ball. The the Lamar Jackson decides he wants to start like looking like a NFL quarterback again. That's real weird. And I think Until the, the only quarter. I think the only way in <laughs> is winning the division because there's well, some teams that have surprised me, i.e. Miami. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I liked that deal, but I didn't. I thought they would need another year with a new head coach. I liked the team. I liked the moves they made. I liked everything like that. But I didn't like the division they're in, and I thought they need another year. It appears that they might not. Um, so I think there's some teams that I thought would do better. But there's also some teams that I thought would be in the playoff mix that are not going to be that we will talk about in a minute. But I think that their only way in is going to be to win that division. And I think right now I would, after watching the first two weeks, I would give that division the Ravens because they're just playing quarterback-wise, they're playing better football. And defensive-wise, they're playing better football. And I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, Miami's kind of shocked a little bit. Everybody here. I, I need, I need Cincinnati to come out and annihilate the Jets. I need them to come out and and play a a solid football game. Right now, they have not looked good at all. They have not looked. They can't run the football. They can't pass the football. Defensively, they looked average. Uh, and and Joe Burrow's on pace to get sacked 117 million times. You're yeah. going to get him hurt, and if he's hurt, well, then that that then they're the then they're the Bengals again. Yeah, so, <laughs> so so um, I need I need an impressive showing before I can fully get on board back on with the playoff push that they need to beat the team that they're supposed to beat because they should have with a backup quarterback in Dallas. They should have beat Dallas and and done what they needed to do to Dallas. Now, defensively, Dallas is a top five defensive team, so there is that. So I'm going to give them a little bit of a break there. That, yeah. that offensively, you know, they struggled because Dallas is good defensively. 
And not everyone has a, a Micah Parsons on their team that gets the quarterback every chance he yeah, gets. Yeah, and, you're not going to get hit 17 times by the best linebacker in football or pass rusher in football every week. Um, I got the Bengals in. Still, I think Craig's got them out. So, um, let's go to Tennessee. A lot of people had Tennessee Titans in. I said no. Titans were going to fall off this year, and they look like crap so far. Ryan Tannehill has said, thanks, Craig, I got you. Uh, I'm going to make you look like an idiot because I I understand they lost A.J. Brown, but I thought Henry would come back and be healthy, and I thought they could run the football. And 25 yards later, uh, he was sitting in the third quarter with a jacket on because he didn't want to play football anymore. Um, I I mean, if they they ever switch over to this other quarterback, he's not the answer, so – that's basically waving the white flag. They're going to um, blow it up after this season. I, they're going to have to because this looks – I thought they could survive it. I thought they'd be okay. They look like a, like a bottom-of-the-wrong football team. here is, who do we have winning the division? The Colts are crap. The Texans are crap. The Jaguars are crap. The Titans look like crap. The Titans could realistically still win this division. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, I don't know. This is a yeah, coin that's going to be – have you heard of the under 500 team making the playoffs? Because that's what's going to happen in that division. Yeah, it's like when the Panthers mm-hmm. were like 6-10 and 10 and once yeah. they won their division. It was like, what yeah. is this team even doing here? By default, that somebody has to make it. And and are, are, we, are we really thinking that um, – that Matt Ryan's going to turn it around? No, 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 no. no. I, I, I called that that Father Time is undefeated, and I was very correct on that. Are we? They, are, they look terrible. Do we think this is Jacksonville's year with Trevor Lawrence? No. Um, I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a. I've already discussed how much of a Trevor Lawrence fan I am not. So my thought is says that Tennessee will win this division and make the playoffs. Well, that would make Craig look like a genius because that's what I picked. And I picked the Tennessee to fall off. Now they're clearly falling off. Yeah, clearly. clearly. But you um, might get some wins playing that terrible division. Division. Now, yeah. So I'm going to say yes to Tennessee. And I like the head coach because the odds. to make adjustments. I like the head coach. Yeah. I, I do think if he doesn't, if they don't do anything this season, I think they do kind of blow it up and maybe he's a casualty. But I do like Rabel. I think he's done a fantastic job there. Um, we got the Raiders and sorry, Raiders fans. I don't have you. You cannot start Owen two in the, in the death row division there and, and lose not with the Miami way, playing better, lose the way you've lost. Yeah. Um, and just not look good. They, no. Derek Carr turned over the ball three times in the first game against the Chargers. That's the game they should have won. You look at last week, they were 20 points. They blew 20 a 20 up. point lead. Yeah. You get Devontae Adams. You're not using him. Your head coach needs to pull his head out of his butt and use him. This team is not going to make the playoffs this season. For yeah. all the Josh Raiders McDaniels fans, that, that, is normally that thought, an offensive genius, and he right. has not been in in um uh, you know in the Raiders, the Vegas. He has not been that. They cannot get the ball to uh, you know one of the passes. He had two passes. One of them was a one yard slant for a touchdown. You know that doesn't work. Um, yeah. First week they looked like they were going to use him. They looked like they had chemistry. Him and Devontae oh, yeah. 
and now they don't. Uh, so I don't know what's going on in LA, you know, or, or in Las Vegas. They this they look confusing. They will not. They yeah. They definitely will not make the playoffs no. in, that, in that division. Um, you got the Panthers and Falcons. We can automatically. We're not. They're Just not going to make. The not, even, not even. No. Let's not even talk about them. Just Baker looks not. like he's lost, and I think that's unfair because I think he just didn't have enough time to, to learn the system. To learn the system, and because and, Cleveland screwed him over. Yeah, well, yeah, the Cleveland holds <laughs> on to him and and wants a ransom, you know, uh, deal, and and um, plus, you know, he just didn't get any real. He didn't he didn't report to Cleveland, so he like he didn't do any kind of working out or throwing or anything until you know, right before preseason. So uh, I think they, they all kind of shafted him on that deal. Uh, and the, oh, excuse me, the other deal is, um, no, yeah, I mean, the Falcons look terrible. Mariota was, looks a little better than he did before, but. Hey, he, 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 he they've been fighting. I will give yeah, them that. But they just but don't have enough talent. No. And then to, yeah. in that division they're in and, and, you know, you've got, Philadelphia and Dallas and and now you've got San Francisco with Garoppolo and the Rams. You got too many teams for not enough spots. The Falcons aren't going to win 10 12 games and that's no, what you're going to have no. to do in the NFC to win, to be in the playoffs. All right, and the um two and no teams, let's go through them real quick is and, and there's only one to me that that I think is going to miss the playoffs and it's a little fluky. But you got the Dolphins 2 and 0, Bills are 2 and 0. Um, you can scroll down. The Chiefs are two and zero. Those all three are going to make the playoffs. You got the Eagles and the Giants. They're two and zero, and you got the Buccaneers. That's six teams that start our starter season off two and zero. The Giants are the one here that I say are going to miss the playoffs. It is a fluke that they're two and zero. I give Brian Dayball some credit. He has got this team playing for him, fighting. Well, they've for him. played two cupcake opponents, and they haven't really beat them. I mean, they've they've. You yeah, know, a total. Gonna, they they have a total. Who they point play week one? Of five points. Who they play week uh, one? Do you remember? I know they played. Uh, they played um, the Panthers last week. They played the Titans week one. Yeah, that's right. And they won by one point. Yeah. Um, uh, on a two point conversion in. Yeah, at, yeah, the, yeah. at the end of regulation. I think you know. This team looks to be have a good head coach, Brian D. Ball, offensive system coming from Buffalo. I really like them. They are they're, trying they're, to give Danny dimes. They're trying to simplify the offense. Stop with the dimes because he doesn't throw dimes. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, he's garbage. They're they're trying to simplify the system for Jones into what he has, what he does best, and they have Saquon, who's healthy for now. He's um, been playing good, but how long and, and will that last? So we will see. They have a better offensive line than they've had the last two seasons. Um, but I just think that division is too strong. And well, I would say too strong. too strong. I mean, you got Dallas and and Philadelphia. That uh, they, Philly. I think I think they're both. I think Dallas and Philly are both better than the Giants. I think all three are better. I, I just don't know how much better. Eagles are way better. Yeah. I have the way Cowboys with Dak Prescott are way better. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. But without Dak Prescott, we don't know what they're going to be. No. And they play Monday night and we'll find out. You know, if Dallas Cowboys defense, will win. I mean, if the Dallas defense can keep Saquon in check, then they win the football game. If Saquon goes out there and goes for 170, like, uh, 
the Tampa running back did the first week. Uh, yeah, Fournette did the first week. Then, then they're in trouble. And and you know, you know what's interesting about this year when you look at the the divisions or you look at the conferences, you can tell the strength is in the in the in the AFC definitely. You can look at the A and the and the uh, AFC and go. The Bills are number one. In the NFC, it's wide open. I, I it's wide open. I, I you can't. I mean, the That's Eagles why you don't want to as a as a fan. You don't want to see your quarterback go down, or you don't want to see anybody get yeah. hurt because you very easily this could be the year that you don't have to have an elite squad to make the Super Bowl. You could yeah. you could very easily make a run in the NFC. You, I mean, you look at the Eagles have looked the best, I think, out of right now of the first two games. I think they've looked the yes, best. Yes, but I just don't. Uh, they haven't played a, a a team that that is solid, top to bottom. Well, they when got they, an easy schedule coming too. I mean, I know, hundred percent. They like can this. start six and two, and that's not a bad. Like that's that's losing to Dallas, I think, which I don't know if they will. But I just, I mean, I, they've looked the best out of. I'm not. It doesn't matter who they play. They've looked the best out of the two games. Um, the whole NFC North one and one. The Buccaneers have not looked good, but they're two and zero. Oh. The the, the NFC West broken. The the Rams don't look that. I mean, they don't look all that great. The 49ers completely changed with Jimmy Garoppolo, so they might be the number one team. The Cardinals. All they do is win with Jimmy. I mean, that's are the Cardinals. I don't, Know how, but it, but he is he is like twenty three and nine or something like as yeah. a starter. I mean, it's, and without like Shanahan, like yeah, and, Shanahan without him is like like twelve and twenty yeah. something. Yeah. Like it's not, it's, and it's, I don't know why they're so. I mean, I'm not a big Jimmy G fan, but he obviously but it, knows that system, and he wins. He went. He got you to the Super Bowl. Like I don't understand why we're trying to run the guy out of town. Yeah. Oh, they already came out and said. Speaking of that, the 49ers have already come out and said. Trey Lance is our guy next year, no matter what. I'm like, like, what if Jimmy goes and takes you to the Super Bowl again? You're just going to be like, all right, sorry, we're going to go with this rookie who, so far, what we've seen does not look like he's ready for the NFL. Yeah. And, and I don't and think – not, And he's not like he's out here working on, on whatever he's struggling with on a broken ankle. And did you see Jimmy when they were playing? All the, the team was over there, like, giving him hugs and like, oh, yeah, Jimmy. Like, I, I think they rally around Jimmy. It's just and, like they were talking about with Dak Prescott. When he yeah. took over for Romo, yeah. he threw a pass in the L.A. Coliseum, and everybody on the thing was on the sideline, out on the field, high-fiving him. He has the team around him. He has the support of the locker room. Uh, you know, and, and that's exactly what Garoppolo has in San Francisco. He has the support of his of his fellow guys. He has the offense. Um, you know, I'll tell you, the happiest guy in the huddle is Brandon Ayuk. Because that's his guy. That's that's and and Trey Lance could get him the ball, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, so this team's gonna know. run a, a lot better uh, with Jimmy, and that's just, I think so. That's and just... like I said, I made I picked when we did our picks. I picked the 49ers, but I picked them under the stipulation if, yeah. that that Garoppolo played. Well, and and I'm not trying to sit here and kill Trey Lance. He hasn't had enough time. But from what we've seen so far, it doesn't look all that great. He played a bad Bears team and only put up ten points. Uh, and, and I'll give him, and I'll give him the fact that it was so wet outside that there was a oh, flood on the field. I that mean, field was ridiculous. That was they need not. A, they need to burn down Soldier Field and get a better. It was not a condition sorry. anybody should play it. And then he only played what a down, you know, a set of downs. In yeah. The second game, 
So, yeah, I get it, but I, I don't know. I just – the guy that has a 800 winning percentage and has led you to a Super Bowl, I just can't see why they're showing him the door. It does make sense to me. Um. All right, we're going to go in the top three – our top games of the week. Now, we usually give you the top five. There's a lot of bad football games starting this 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 week. I, I, there's, there's we did our picks. I was like, oh, bad don't you wish you had games. a ticket. Yeah. So the number one number one matchup I I think is going to be Miami and the Bills. The yeah. Bills go to Miami. We're gonna yeah, see. Yeah, I want to watch that football game from start to finish. This is going to we're gonna see how good Miami is. Yes. Well, was you this are. a fluke? They came back and they they beat Baltimore last week. They shouldn't have won that game, Baltimore, because Lamar Jackson couldn't move the ball. Miami was able to come down and score all those points in the fourth quarter. And we know what the Buffalo Bills are. I'm interested to see two under the pressure of this defense. And I'm interested yes. to see this defense play against the Bills. Can they get to Josh Allen? Can, they, Allen? Stop can they can they stop the train that's a moving? Because yeah. um, right now it looks like it has left the station. <laughs> yes. yes. The revenge train has, has left the station and it is full blow in the right we, direction. We both picked Buffalo. I kind of wanted to lean towards Miami, but I just I, I watched there you, yet. but that defense led hey. up 35 to a Ravens team. That means they're going to let up 70 to Buffalo. Because if 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 they win, the, if, if they Miami win, they're the game, new. They're the top. This will be. This will put them on the top. Hey, I had them in my top five power rankings. Yeah, I can't do that yet. <laughs> <laughs> you let up 35 to the Ravens. I can't. We got. Aaron Rodgers going to face top Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay over there to face uh, Brady. It ought to be interesting since both wide receiver cores are completely injured. We're already Lazard, Sammy Lazard is off the injured list. Yeah, well, we're, Sammy Watkins is out already. Randall Cobb didn't practice due to illness. We have like you got Tampa Bay's issues. They're they're calling up Cole Beasley, who hasn't played football this year, and said, "Hey, Cole, uh, we kind of need you." Um, you I heard think... how that went down, right? No. Cole no, slid I... into Tom's DMs and said, "Hey, uh, looks like you need a wide receiver." And Tom's like, "Yeah, I think I do. I'll go. Uh, I'll take care of it." And he went up to the GM and told him to go sign Cole Beasley, and they did. Well, there you go. I mean, t- if Tom Brady can turn any s- tiny little white guy into a good wide receiver, it's Tom Brady. That's he'll make him the next Julian Edelman or Wes Welker yeah. out here. Cole well, Beasley, Scotty. Scotty uh, Miller. Miller is going to be the. Uh, yeah, it's going to be the Scotty Miller and uh, Cole Beasley show. Cole Beasley show down there. I got Tampa Bay winning this one. On all honesty, I think we get blown out. We we got a quarterback that doesn't trust our wide receivers. Not about, not about blown out. We've got no. Um, we've got no can... passing game because our our quarterback doesn't trust our wide receivers and won't fucking throw him the football. We'll sorry, keep... lang- sorry language. My bad. Well, freaking throw him in the All freaking right, Mark football. McCarthy, calm down. <laughs> and Dump button. I heard that. Dump button. And we, you can't run on Tampa. Um, and yeah. the Bears just yeah, ran all over true. us. And Michael Fournette's going – or not Michael Fournette, but Fournette's going to kill us. I, I just don't think it's going to be a good showing. And I just think we're going to get ran, unfortunately. Uh, uh, Green Bay's schedule coming up, it does not get any easier, especially if our quarterback will throw the freaking ball to the wide receivers. All right, um, we've got any other um, banana points you'd like to make at this oh point? Oh my gosh, not not now, not now. I want to see what this game looks like, but you've got the desperation bowl. 
Raiders 0-2 going to Tennessee, who's 0-2. <laughs> um, that yeah. might be a good one. Might the, the, be. Don't you wish you had a ticket bowl? Um, you got Rams and Cardinals. Could be a good game. It could be a, a bad game. You never know what you're going to get with both these teams right now. They both look a little hot and cold. But that's really about it. You you know, Denver and, and Denver uh, Sunday Night Football um, and the 49ers might be good because it's Jimmy G's back. Yes. And other than that, the, the rest of the games don't look very good. No. And the, the, the Raiders should beat the Titans. Um, if they don't, their season's over and McDaniel might be fired before he gets a win. You know who might be fired is... Nathaniel Hackett. What a what a what a what a, Mister. How, I can't oh. tell time. He's oh my two god! Did I games in both games that they played. Did I send and, you that TikTok? Huh? Did I send you that TikTok where the guy is going off on the Denver Broncos and Nathaniel Hackett? Because it's it's oh. like third and one. No, I, I saw I saw the other one where our favorite guy is like you know all three guys and oh yes, and he's like yes. Oh, he can't tell time. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, he can't tell time. He goes, when I went to his house, he's like, all the food is undercooked or overcooked because he can't tell <laughs> can't time. Tell and he walks in and he's got a piece of toast that's burned on one side and right. melted on the other. You know, it's great. Well, it's- he's going. He, this guy's going over the game and he's like, watch this play. They they do this dumb play and they they it's fourth and inches. Yeah, and then he the- comes out and he can't. He doesn't know if he's gonna kick a field goal. A run and play. So then he pulls Russell off to kick a field goal, and they get a delay game. And then after the delay game, they punt the ball. I'm like, oh my it, god! It's so it's bad that the crowd is, in Mile High is, is counting, counting down. down to play clock. So they're like, so Russ knows when to snap the ball. I texted it, Jeff and I said, if your coach does not get better than this, he will be that's gone. Why, I, that's why Jeff's not coming on the podcast. He's like, I can't. <laughs> I, I can't. These two guys are this, gonna. These two guys are gonna crucify me. This what a pathetic. And I wanted that. This is a guy from Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers loves Nathaniel Hackett, but apparently he has no time management skills because. Well, apparently my, somebody else. Well, he. I think he got gosh. it from Mike McCarthy. That's probably oh, who my, he got it from. Mike McCarthy's garbage at. Um, not a McCarthy strong suit either, and that's that's the only thing he he does on the Cowboys team, and and he's he's garbage. Well, those are your games of the week to look forward to. Hopefully, I can catch him. I, I want to catch that Miami game, man. Gosh, it's gonna I, be a good one. I think that's gonna be a noon game too, though. Um, my game, I'll be able to see at three twenty-five. That's you know, Bucks and, and Packers. Yeah. All right, let's go over the NCAA schedule. Uh, hopefully, we've got some better games because last week was an absolute crap fest. Of, well, you of start football. you start your conference play now, so you yeah. should have some solid um, games. Ohio State, that's going to be a tough game for them right out of That's a tough draw for them right out of the Who game. Who they got? Who uh, they got? Oh, they play Wisconsin. Wisconsin, this week. yeah. Alabama's got a got a. That's going to be easy. Yeah. Arkansas, number ten versus Texas A and M, number twenty three. That'll be a pretty interesting game. That's uh, ESPN at 6 p.m. Um, you look at, let's see, Michigan's got another easy win. Florida at, goes to Tennessee, number 20 versus number 11. Yeah. And then um, Texas is going to blow out Texas Tech. Yeah, probably. Uh, Clemson travels to Wake Forest at 21. See if Wake Forest can pull that upset. 
Oklahoma, Kansas State. Yeah. There's not really. I mean, Kansas it, plays again. Duke. It's a basketball game in a football stadium, you know? Yeah. Um, again, I don't see a whole lot of te- the games where I'm like, oh, that's a must watch. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. So let's see. You got, oh, TCU versus SMU. That'd be interesting. Sunny Dykes going yeah. back to SMU. Penn State. All right. Well, well, it doesn't look like there's going to be any great Saturday football. Um, Tennessee and Florida are probably your best bet. Yeah. Or SMU <laughs> and TCU if you're a local fan. Yeah. If you're a local fan there. Um, are you going to go to the tailgate? The Oklahoma, October 1st tailgate at work? I'm going to need you to stop and rethink that sentence. Okay. Well, I mean, I thought I knew the answer before I asked it, but you know. yeah, yeah. The answer is Bambi is opening weekend as October first, oh. and and um, no, I don't. Let me I'm see, Hunter. So deer, college football, deer. Yeah, I'll be in the woods. I'm um, I am not. I'm probably not going. I'm like, it's gonna. Be that crowded. would be the only one that I could go to too, because we have band competitions every other Saturday. That's the only one without one. And so I will not be in any of them. Well, for y'all that don't know, our, our our job has a TCU. We we do the we work in trash. Okay, we do we do front load trash. But we have a residential uh, trash truck that is painted out and decked out in TCU, and we take they take it out and they do. Um, it's it's a trash truck that has been modified into a rolling yeah, it's bar. Not, yeah, so it's a basically rolling bar with speakers and TVs and. They cater food. It, it, it's it's pretty good time. It, it's pretty good time. Yeah. Um, this it just versus Oklahoma. It's gonna be crazy. We don't know what time the game is yet. I'm like, how do you, how do you not know what time? Oh, it should be a prime time, probably. Yeah, it's either gonna be three or eight o'clock at night. It's yeah. just I'm just not going to it. But anywho, anywho, hopefully we get some good games on Saturday. There's not gonna be a whole lot of good games on Sunday this week, but I'm sure you can find something to watch. Headlines. Let's get into headlines, guys, right after this. All right, guys. Well, headlines of the week. Uh, we got some um, we got some baseball, we got some basketball for you, which is I know completely completely different from the usual NFL talk or college football talk we've been doing, but Right off the bat, we got Boston's head coach being suspended for a year for having relations with a woman inside that works with, with the Boston Celtics, and this is this is quite a kind of crazy to me. I, you got your head coach who just took you to the championship; they didn't win it. They took you to the championship, and it comes out that he he had, had he has a consensual relation, even though he's engaged to Mia Ham or. Mia somebody, Mia Long or somebody. And they told him, hey, you got to stop, basically. You need to stop this. He didn't listen to them. They found out some more. They found out it was still going on, so they suspended him for a full season. When I first heard this, I go, oh, it's a slap on the wrist. He'll get a, he'll get like a couple games here and then be done. Uh, for the team to come out and go, it's a full year, it makes me think, there's something else going on behind the scenes that they're not willing to, to put out there. Cause that's, that's a harsh punishment. 
The NBA yeah. just just suspended a whole an owner for a year for being a racist, and a, we'll get into that in a minute. A racist and a, a misogynistic. Um, I can't say that word, but whatever. But I'm like, he gets a year for having a consensual relationship uh, with someone that works for the team. Problem is, there's stories coming out that after they came to him and said stop, that she came to the organization and said he's making moves that are not consensual anymore. So I think there's more to the story. I think what happened was Imudoku's camp tried to get in front of this and came mm. to Sham Sharnia and said, listen, their organization has found out that we're in a consensual relationship and consensual, 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 and just yeah. drove the word consensual in there. And Sham Sharnia took it and ran with it and reported it. And now things are coming out slowly that maybe it wasn't so consensual. And so that's why the 82. And then, of course, you add on to the fact that he's in a seven-year relationship Engagement. and engaged and yeah. the position of power over this oh, woman yeah. to maybe affect her. Maybe he told her that she would get at least, at least up in the company. At least Boston or, or, open up for lawsuits. Yeah, it, it, it opens the whole thing. So Boston has tried to get ahead of the NBA by saying we've suspended him, we've cut him. And and that's not the final decision. It's yeah. suspended for a year with the with the will reevaluate it at a later date thing. Well, it's, stipulation it, at it's, the end it, of the. It's, it's interesting that you say that the the consensual 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 because I, I read it, I read the the headliner to my wife, um, and the headliner was Boston suspends you know the coach. What's his name? The Emu Adoku. Yeah, Emu Adoku. Something to that um, for a year for for having a consensual Brad Smith, but you know for having a consensual relationship. And my wife, the first thing she says to me is she goes, It's interesting because usually when they gotta put consensual relationship in there, that word means it's not probably wasn't so consensual. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, because if it so, was, you wouldn't have to include it yeah, in the headline. Yeah. I I'm, totally agree. That's like me going, I'm consensually married to my wife. Yeah. Like what? I mean, uh, of course yeah. you are. Why would you have to say that word? I'm here. <laughs> um, if so this yeah. turns out that he's done more than that, that he needs to be fired. And yeah. in his in a discussion, and I think what it is, I think what it is, is he knows he's going to be fired from Boston, but he's trying to make it to where he's rehirable somewhere else and not just blacklisted from the whole NBA. That's what we're trying to do. And he, they. Their camp trusted Sham Charnia, so they went to them and reported it so it would get out in the news. And yeah, they didn't course, go to Woj. Well, well <laughs> but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying yeah. is, those are the two Woj and Charnia are the two that uh, that are are trusted. Like, so when you hear it from Sham Charnia, you're like, you that, guy's, that guy's that yeah. guy's authentic. That guy's legitimate. And and if I'm Sharnia, I to go, hey man, you use me dirty. Like don't don't put me in this, you know, to use my credibility to yeah. cover your guy. And when you know that he hasn't that he's done wrong, like that's not cool, man, to use my credibility. And and so that'll be an interesting to see where this goes. Um 
the fact that they only went with an interim guy and not went and got another another coach tells me they're thinking of bringing him back right now. But I don't know. We'll see. Well, they they were talking about is Brad Stevens just going to come out from the from from the front office and and and, and start coaching again. Uh, the problem is with Brad Stevens. I liked him when he was in college, but but he had the mentality that that he was still in college and he was talking to these guys like they were college kids and they're like, that doesn't work. Who's this, who's this clown? Yeah, yeah, we're not. This guy's hollering. What's he doing? You know, and and he's like he was coaching Butler and he's hollering at these guys and they're making millions of dollars and they're going, I don't have to listen to you. You go go away. And so that's why the Brad Stevens thing never worked. He never had the respect of any of the players because of the hard nose. I'm going to come in and we're going to run line drills and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And that just doesn't work in the NBA. Um, it, that's, it, that's the same reason why. Um, what's his face? Didn't work out in Jacksonville. Hundred percent, Urban Meyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's you it's cannot the, come and it's teach the, you can't come in here and kick kids. your kicker and go, you suck. You know, and and <laughs> kick yeah. kick his elbow yeah. out from under him while he's trying to stretch, and and you know, tell your coaching staff that I am the greatest. I'm the only winner in this room. The rest of you guys are a bunch of losers. You know, uh, yeah, it's a terrible look. And so when when you do that, when you're trying to treat grown men like college kids it never works so i believe that's why the brad stevens thing didn't work but his basketball knowledge is so great and so deal that they just gave him a front office position to keep him in the organization and use his brain and and still pay the contract out because they're going to pay him anyway so they might as well get something out of him while they're paying him um, but yeah, I, I don't believe that it would be a good idea to bring Brad Stevens down from the booth because no. it, he, it didn't work when he was originally there. Well, going into another scandalous story in the NBA, the Suns owner uh, got a suspension of a year and a $10 million fine, Robert Starver, that is, for being um, racist, making some racist remarks, being um, misogynistic towards women and all that being a complete other piece of crap human being. Right. So they, uh, the, he's basically, he's selling the team. He came out. Did you hear he's his apology? Both teams. Yeah. He's selling both that he owns the Suns and then the Phoenix, um, Mercury, Mercury, the women WNBA. He's, he basically came out his Apollo. He basically came out and said, I'm selling both teams. It was basically said, because of the weak generation we're around, I'm going to sell them a team. Well, yeah, basically, I'm said like, I was going to take my year yeah. suspension, but it appears that you guys are a bunch of, you know, unforgiving, yeah. uh, you know, people that that are are don't understand the culture we live in and don't understand that that what I did wasn't exactly as bad as what they made it out to be. So I'm just going to sell the team and make a bunch of money and take my millions and billions of dollars and go start something new. And that's what he's going to do. He's going to make billions of dollars on both franchises, and he's going to live a grand life, and he doesn't care to, to what he's going to do. And he's going to, you know, both franchises will end up having to go back into start over mode, and he'll set the Phoenix Suns back, and all the work they did with Booker and Aiton and all this, they're, all the work they've done is going to be erased because the, the the entire franchise will be in shambles. Well, first of all, 
Look, I hate cancel culture. I get it. I hate it. I don't like it. Yeah, um, there is a point. But there, there is a line. There, no, there is a line. That's where I was going next. Um, that uh, you just you can't be a, you can't be racist. It doesn't matter what. <laughs> doesn't matter what generation you are. Being racist is um, just crap. All right, it's not. We're not going to take it. Being racist and being misogynistic towards women and treating women wrong, it's not going to, you cannot get away with that anymore. All right. We're taking a stand against that. And if you don't like it, then don't be a piece of crap. It's that simple. It's not that difficult to not be a racist and not treat women like crap. That's just not that. That's just basic human freaking decency. And it happens a lot in sports. It looks, but Boston, the Suns, it happens all over the place, unfortunately. Yeah, but I mean the Mavs actually, had a the Mavs had a whole deal here. Oh they yeah, had to, Mark, Mark to, Cuban's. You know, bring I can't in stand a, Mark Cuban, a, man. Cynthia, you know, whatever her name yeah. is there to to overlook the the whole organization and, and you know. <clears throat> yep, it happens in it happens all over the place. Sports, regular Washington, life, you know, everywhere. you got those guys walking up the glass staircase, oh. you know. Uh. The, the the commanders that that That's owner there needs to be selling yeah. the football team. Yeah. I mean, he's got just, women walking up the glass staircase, looking up their skirts. You know, I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. All right. Well, the last headline we got is Aaron Judge is chasing history. Um, he is at number sixty right now. Um, sixty three is the official record there, Craig. 62 or what, what are we? Sixty two, the Maris record, Maris. the American League record. American the real American. record is 73, which... With an asterisk by it, but, you know. Is there? I don't see an asterisk. There, there should be. The Steroids it. played a lot into that with, with, with Never um, failed Barry test. Bonds. Mm, oh, okay. Never got suspended. But, but go read that book. I'll tell you, his his hat size grew at thirty at 34 years old. It's like, how... Maybe it's world, Trump. Maybe it got wet. His went. shoes... Maybe it got wet. His maybe. shoes went up. Like, you cannot sit here and tell me that Barry Bonds did not take steroids. He, he knew the, the cream on. He rubbed the cream on. What oh happened after that? Get over. Get out of here. I know you're a four. I know you're a Giants fan, but you gotta. You gotta what be happened? realistic with it. What happened after we rubbed the cream on? Because because we went from 180 pounds to 240 pounds. We just had a good week uh, in the gym. Just had a good week. In the gym. <laughs> a good week. Yeah. A good did week, not a good couple months. Did not. Did not shake my finger at Congress and say I did not do steroids. Oh, Rafael and then failed, like and a, then failed a test a week later. So I moron. did not do that. That, that guy's an idiot. Uh, so. A Rod, what an idiot! But hey, Again, at least a, all hey, failed. Uh, at least A Rod admitted to it, yeah. and it wasn't like I didn't. How dare you? And then well, because he got tested, failed. Yeah, what a failed. moron. Uh, Anyways, yeah, no, Aaron Judge uh, could break that record here in Texas. Which he would be I, I don't know if it'll be in Texas. I mean, it, I mean, he's going to add to it in Texas. Um, it might be broken before he gets here. It just depends yeah. on if they pitch to him or not. The guy they better is, pitch to him. I mean, how how cowardly would you be to be like, "Oh, we're going to walk him"? Like, get out of here. I mean, bro. and that's Barry Bonds at seventy three and got walked a uh, hundred and seventy some odd times. Uh, Aaron Judge has only been intentionally walked like five times, so at least he's not dealing with that. But it is a good stat to look at. Aaron Judge is 20 home runs clear of the next – Kyle Schwarber's 40 home runs is the next guy even close to him. 
And the bottom line is Aaron Judge went to the Yankees and tried to make a deal, and they tried to lowball him. And he mm-hmm. said, sorry, I'm going to bet on myself. And, and, he, he and he's winning. <laughs> 100%. And the deal is, is you look at the years prior, Aaron Judge has always missed a oh, set yeah. of games. Mm-hmm. He's missed him and uh, the other guy that they have there um, that came from Miami. Giancarlo Stanton. There you go. I'm just uh, his name. Stanton, they always go on the DL for mm-hmm. two and three periods of time. Well, if you look at this year, Aaron Judge has missed five games. And there, there's the reason in which he's having the year of his life is because he's playing with the nagging injury or whatever to bet on himself. Um, where I'm going with this is there's a very good chance that he is not a New York Yankee next year. Yep. And he was almost traded to the Angels before the season. Started. He was. Now I don't know. That would have probably had to include Otani and. Uh, 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 at least one of them, yeah. Trout or Otani, would have had to been in that deal somewhere. You're not going to get Aaron Judge and not give up one of those yeah. guys. Um, Anyways, sorry, continue, continue. But the leader in the clubhouse, and I will watch every hot stove report from the end of World Series to the start of spring training because I want this to happen more than anything in the world is – the leader in the clubhouse is the San Francisco Giants. He is a California kid who grew up a Giants fan, and they can, if they are willing to open up the checkbook and sign the deal, and they have no payroll. Right now, they have nothing for next. The only person that's on the book for next year is Brandon Crawford. He don't make a whole lot of money. Uh, the Longoria deal's up. The Brandon Belt deal's up. The all they got in the pitching rotation is Rondone, and I'm not sure that they're on board to keep him because of uh, a deal he had this year where he kicked a bat and ends up hitting one of the shortstops in the you know leg because he melted down and kicked something in the dugout and, and almost hurt one of his teammates. Um, the bottom line is that the San Francisco Giants land Aaron Judge, uh, it could be – career changing if Aaron Judge leaves the Yankees heads are gonna roll they are but 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 the problem is this is a new era this is not George this is not I have my checkbook for I know no no I know tax and I have my checkbook for deal they do not make these crazy deals anymore and they basically I'm not sure he turned down what 35 million a year yes and I'm not I don't know if they're gonna go much higher than that I think the Yankees are in a, a deal to where they are not they don't do the luxury tax anymore they don't do the I'm gonna write the, the you'll, ha- you'll have fans burning down the stadium if they don't uh, sign I, I back. I totally judge. agree. I totally now, agree. But look, the fact that it wasn't done going into this thing and we've gotten to this point is not a good thing. No, if you look thing. at this, when when every guy that does this doesn't normally land with the team that, that gave him a, and, and, a dead unless man they're, deal. Unless they're willing to just open the book. Yeah, unless they him. say, we made a mistake, here's 60. I mean, he, he will make 400 or $500 million. Oh, yeah. He will make that. Whatever whatever the top in baseball is right now, he will make a dollar more than that. Here's the interesting thing, though. 
when you're talking about him. Isn't it interesting that he's missed barely any time when it's a contract year? Yes. Why does he not? Why does he not put it all that I in throughout the other years? That that to me and, goes makes it a little makes it seem like it does. And and a little you fishy, wonder dude. you wonder work ethic wise. You have to question that if he signs the five hundred million dollar deal, is he going to go right back to I got a hangnail and I'm going to miss forty games? Right. right. Um. Because that's not what you're paying for. That's you know what I mean? What you're that's paying you're for. paying for. And in baseball, it's all guaranteed money. So if yeah. he goes out and misses 80 of the 162, guess what? You're still paying him all the money. And and he's going to miss 80 of the 162. And so. And he's older. He's 31. He is, he's not, he is. He's not he young. Did not come in, he did not come into the league at like these kids at 18. He came in later. And so he this is his only contract. This one that he is going to sign, he will not get another one. And. The problem is when you it's this is going to be the Pujols deal all over again. Mm-hmm. You're going to sign a deal that is ten down years, five hundred million, and, fifty yes, million a and year. He is going to be forty five mm-hmm. years old, trying mm-hmm. to hit home runs and and make fifty million dollars at forty three years old, and he's going to hit seven homers. You know because he's going to be over the hill. And and while Pujols has done great for baseball and he's about to hit 700 and and i hope he does um but he but he made a bunch of money from the angels when he signed that contract i said the last three years of this contract or the last four years of this contract are not going to be and that was 300 million that was back when when 300 million was a lot we're talking another 100 or 200 million uh, and, and it's going to be the same deal. It's going to be the guy's going to be over the hill at the back of it. And so while I would love nothing more than to put Aaron Jones or Aaron Judge in a, in a Giants uniform and watch him hit balls into the cove all day long um, and, and knock people off their, their canoes as they drive by and their kayaks as they drive by, uh, I don't know if it's a smart deal for it would be fine for now I don't know down the road what the deal becomes. Well, you, you take that risk. I mean, you would. I, I, I think so. Because um, this guy, he's this, gotten better. This guy is about to, could break the record for the AL home run record. He's going to could win the triple crown. It, I don't think anybody's ever done those two in the same, right? I mean, triple crown and the last person record. to win the triple crown was Miguel Cabrera, and he did not. Break yeah. the home run record when he did it. No, so he's having a record-breaking yeah. season all around, and that's fantastic. Um, his age would worry me, and that's maybe what maybe why that when all the injuries, maybe that's why that the Yankees were like, we're not going over this point, and um, and that's what I'm getting at. That's yeah. going to be the excuse, and yeah. that's going to be the sell job if if he does leave. And look, I hate the Yankees. I hope he does leave. Um, I hope he does. Uh, that's gonna be the sell job to the fans. He's always hurt. Yeah. He's old. We, we, you know, and there have a. It's not. It, he'll. The Yankees will miss him, but I don't think they'll miss him. You know, I don't think it'll completely crap the team Cripple over. Cripple the but, franchise, right? But it will be a piece they miss after, especially yeah. after this season. And well, I, I'm just, interested to hear Jeff's take, being a Yankees fan, because Jeff will tell you he's coming back. But well, and and they will be the first ones he talks to, yeah. and they will be the ones that have the first deal. But they just also, if you keep in mind, they just designated for assignment they just dfa'd mcgill andahar here's a guy who two years ago had a rookie of the year and and um was supposed to be the next 
big star in in New York, and they just DFA'd him right before the playoffs. Like they don't, they don't, they're like, we don't think that you can give us anything for the playoff run. We're gonna, I mean, this guy is is deal, and so you're paying him, and you're gonna designate him for assignment. So McGill Andahar is now out uh, on the market to be signed by anybody, and and so. I, I just the Yankees are the organization since Papa Steinbrenner has you know gone on uh, and the and the Hal is is running it and and um they just don't they're not doing right they're not running the organization like it's been run in the past so guys that don't perform and don't want to conform to the salary cap and help the team salary wise they're just moving on so it'll be very interesting to see what the yankees do with this whether they pay him or not because he's he's earned it he went out and he earned it uh and not a lot of people you see this happen time and time again where they where they bet on themselves and it normally doesn't work out this well well. and and this has worked out not only well but but better than than anything has ever worked out when you go to a team and they don't get the deal done before the contracts. Up, it, it, right? It's normally it's not, never it's not good. a good thing. No. Lamar Jackson did it with the Ravens. No, yeah, I, and time. I guarantee you, he's not a Raven next year. Uh, they just when you when normally when that bridge is burned, the player is is will will take the same amount of money that the franchise that he just left. Yeah, they can match it, and he'll go there because to him. The, the the organization that you just put all this heart, sweat, tears and carry this team to the World Series and carry this team to the playoffs, they didn't – you feel disrespected by this number. Well, the new team gives you the number. It may not be as much disrespect because they may have other – they may sit down and explain it better. They may have a better sales job. And the fact that Barry Bonds is a huge Aaron Judge fan and says, hey, I want him to not only – break the record, but I want him to come here and break my, all of my records. I want him to come here and we'll, we'll, he's, he's on the organization. They just, the giants have just added Buster Posey to the management group over in San Francisco. He just bought into the management group over there. So they're going to try to, to, you know, redo the organization and get back to where they were in, in 2012, 2014, you know, uh, you know, and, and try to, to, rebuild that franchise and what better way to do that than Aaron judge. Definitely. Definitely. Um, definitely. Rangers aren't going to open the paybook for Aaron uh, judge. I don't think again, they'll be, they'll be that. Yeah. They just spent all that money last year. I doubt they'll be for Aaron judge this year. They, they better spend more money this off season. Uh, They've got to, just, they've got to. Well, the problem is in, in Texas is going to be, they have, pitching but it's a little ways away al later had a horrible yeah. uh double a the numbers in double a did not look good he's gonna need to now i don't know if they fast track him or fast track um rocker. kumar rocker uh you know uh and and put them where they they don't need to be and and jeopardize their careers the problem in texas is they have never been one to known to develop arms oh, every uh-huh, every person that they've had they've they've put through tommy john they their throwing program has been now, under fire for years now that J- john daniels is gone that might change because he was a big he that was his group of guys the the scouts uh and the developers and, and he the, never and, wanted and to the, move on from them so well and the and the analytics of showing that that 
pitching here and pitching there and longer innings. And, and so we will see what the decision now, they should both be in double a again or, or rocker should be in high a see, they never, they never put lighter in high a, they skipped him right to double a and, and he paid for it. And, and um, he, he got rocked around and the numbers are bad and, and he only had four wins and he had a high ERA and he had, you know, not a lot of innings pitched because he was leaving every game for being rocked and, and didn't get to develop a lot of pitches. So I believe he needs to start there again next year and see if he can have a better year. But I, I just don't know. I don't know how much longer the Rangers can wait. Oh, not very they burned long. Through, they burned through a couple managers already. They burned through a general manager. We're already and looking. We're already ownership looking. is tired of, of you know, deal. They, they spent a bunch of money and they didn't get – a whole lot better this well, year. We're 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 in the position because of ownership. Yes, because you didn't spend money so for they, years they, to they, come. They can't they get they can't get it. mad when they we spent spend money, money one then, year and then we don't do good. That's and then not... you spend money on a guy who came from an organization that he's done nothing but win, and now here he is playing baseball that's meaningless, and he's kind of quit on the team, and so. There's yeah, we're well, obviously say we're already looking at, for reasons to get rid of the guy. I'm like he's not yeah. he's been he hasn't been here one year, guys. Let's yeah. just chill out. And, um, and and they're saying that he's quit on the team and he's not a team guy. And and um, of course they're finding out that that the guy from Oakland made a bunch of errors. I'm like, well, yeah. If you just look at his stats, that's what he does. Like you didn't look at this before you signed him. Like that's defensively, well, he's a liability. Huh? A guy from Oakland, um, the third baseman, um, the other guy they signed in the offseason, Simeon, he's yes, from Trevor. Toronto. Well, he played for Oakland originally. Oh, um, I was, say, I was like, I don't think we signed guy from Toronto, so so, um, I, 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 I'm just and, tired. And Simeon is a defensive liability. He he, he yeah, makes a hundred errors a year. That's what he's going to do. And um, they, they both had a slow start to the season. Yes, and, and and you're in a new place, and you're trying to put pressure on yourself. And and um, but the bottom line is is there's going to be Major League Baseball is going to look totally different next year. I'm glad With the pitch clock. Yes, I'm and glad. the shift. That is not allowed. Amen. I and, love it. And all of the changes that, and you can't throw the the, the base more than you I don't know twice up. or three yeah. times. If you do it more than more than twice, and and, and, a, and you're a, not, and you don't pick yeah. him off, then he automatically gets second. It's a balk, um, basically. Yeah. So so it, it's going to it's going to look totally different than the game that that you've grown up watching. So I, I'll be interested to see what these changes do. Well, it's different. It's different now than what I grew up watching. And I don't like what it's yeah, turned out. And, and analytics so, have changed it completely. And yeah, we're, we're going to see some, we're going to see. If you look at, if you balls look at. And play more. With yes. those, no shifts. And, and if you look at, I guarantee if you were to go to the two stadiums that are, that have big games tonight, if you go into Yankee stadium and you go into wherever, the St. Louis Cardinals are playing. There are newer juice baseballs in both those stadiums right now. Oh yeah. Because of, they want 
how how Albert Pujols has not hit a home run in in the whole first half of the season. He had like two, and then all of a sudden he hits ten in the span of two weeks. And Mike Trout comes back from the disabled list or injured list, whenever you call it now, and hits a homer in eight straight games. And Aaron Judge is now has 60 homers and is hitting baseballs that still haven't landed yet. And if you look at all these kids in their first major league game, in their first major league at bat, they're hitting home runs. How many times Josh have Young, the first the major league hit been a home run? Josh Young, you know, the guy. It's in, been and, three times with the Rangers this season. Which and that's three, exactly like, what I'm talking about is every time you have a, a call up guy, every time it's their first show. Hey, look, they hit a home run. Well, did they? Because juice baseball and a belt high fastball. Like, what are we doing? I, 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 I've loved this game since I was five years old. I could name when I was growing up, I was born in Michigan and I could name Detroit Tigers at, at four years old. I've loved this game my whole life and what they've made it is not what it used to be. You're letting a hundred teams in the playoffs. You're you're, if you don't win 95 games, you don't have a chance. Mm -hmm. And if you don't score, 11 runs, you don't have a chance. And if you don't spend $10 billion, you don't have a chance. What happened to the days of developing your minor league systems and calling guys up and growing a farm system and, and guys that were in your organization their whole life, that, that, that time's gone. The only thing you build a minor league franchise for is to send them somewhere else to get the big name. That's the only time you do it. The Houston Astros have have built a minor league franchise, and none of the guys that they that they grew, I think uh, Altuve is the only one. Springer's gone. Uh, you know this guy's gone. Bregman's had a bad year. Uh, the bottom line is they go by. They went out and got Verlander. They went out and got um, the guy that's for the Yankees now. Uh, that's pitching for the Yankees now. Um, Cole. Cole. Uh, yeah, they went out and got Cole, you know, uh, Garrett Cole, uh, you know, to win the World Series. They went out and paid those guys. And and you just, that's why when the Giants win the World Series, people are like, wait a minute, what? They didn't go pay anybody. They didn't. What, what happened? This isn't supposed to be like last year when they won 107 games. That was a team that, that in preseason picks wasn't supposed to go 500. And they went 107 games with a bunch of guys that nobody knew. Yeah. And and that is the way the game's supposed to be played. The, the management... way the way the way you win now is yeah, pay a bunch still, of guys that hit me, the home runs. Well, to me it's a little bit of both. You look Your at you look at you look at the the Astros that won recently, you look at the Dodgers and they do build a farm system and when they get a farm system good enough, they, they just bring trade those them. guys up. Well, they they bring them. They 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 build those guys up to the major league baseball. Then they like the Yankees. They went out and signed um, the big guys, right? The Dodgers will sign big guys, but they yeah. that they it's a mix and match to me. They take what they built in the farm. They bought. They buy some guys and mix and match them. And then after they win a championship, they blow they it kind of they they sell it off. Yeah, that's the way it's done. There's no and, dynasty. Until, There's no. Until, until you can build a farm system, 
and 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 then have money to spend, you're not going to win. The Rangers aren't going to win because they don't no. do that. But the Dodgers do that. The the the, the Yankees. The Padres do that. just went. The a bunch Astros of money. do that. The Padres uh, do that. Yeah. Um, but you got to have. I, I believe you got to have a farm system, and that's you, something. A lot you of do either to have. either to help either to help the the guys that you buy or to go trade for more guys that you need. That you have to. And that's what the Rangers have never done. But. No. So, um, and I I hate that what they've done to pitchers in major. Uh, this is yeah. a whole nother. They, they no, you don't see a pitcher go. Back in the day, growing up, if your pitcher didn't give you seven innings, that was a fail. Yes, that was a bad start. Now seven innings now, at the minimum. When they when they go four innings or five innings, they let up they a walk or a base hit. They're turning around and they're looking at the bullpen to see who's coming to get them. And, and yeah, it's crazy. You know, they get to eighty pitches and and they're they're getting pulled out of the game. You had, you had back in the day seven innings. Usually after seven, One. if they were if they're going strong, then they they you know they would close out the game. If not, you had a setup guy come in and you had a closer coming at the ninth, and that was it. Well, if you and, look at the two years the Rangers had success, Nolan Ryan was a part of that organization, and he went down and he went into the locker room and told those guys, "Don't turn around and look at the bullpen. There's nobody coming to get you." Yeah, you're going as far into this game as you could possibly go, and they were like, "Who is this old man? What you know? What we don't do that. We don't do that." Derek Holland has talked about it for years. He said he basically told us, "There ain't nobody coming to get you. This is your game, and you're going to either figure it out, or, or your ERI, your, your ERA is going to be, you know, thirteen, and then we're going to cut you. So, so figure it out." And, and that's what they did. And that's the years they had success. The second that Nolan Ryan left the organization and, and they went back to analytic analytical baseball and, and, and paper pushing and John Daniels, yep. you know, numbers, 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 numbers. They have not had the success and they've lost two very good managers over, over not giving them the team that needed to be played with. Yep. Well, that went off a little bit of baseball, but that that's all right. Um, we'll get into more baseball when October hits. We'll get to the, we'll get to playoffs and hopefully give you hopefully Judge breaks the record. I I, I want to see that happen, um, and we'll go from there. But it would be it would be um, uh, it would be very sad to get this close and not break it. Um, yeah. it you know, he'll break it. I, I think baseball will make that happen. I, I believe uh, so. one way or the other. Now, speaking of that. That's an interesting topic. Have you so Netflix has been coming out with a lot of these stories called Untold, and it's and yeah. it's a it's sports documentaries. Did you see the one uh, about the ref? What's his name? Uh, Donahue. Uh yes, that's a very good one, and he talks about it in there about how the NBA had, and we all know this. We're not dumb, right? But the NBA, he would would have special. Uh, rules for star players. Oh like yeah, Donnie, you called a, a travel on Michael Jordan, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "That was a travel." They they told us to, to to call the spin move, and they're like, "Yeah, but not on him." And what do you do? Like, yeah. So well, they, they had basically those... they basically um the the Allen Iverson uh went and and yelled at one of the refs, and the next week those guys that all that were that guy's buddy had that game 
and they basically started calling travel. He, they knew he traveled. They knew he. Mm -hmm. They knew he traveled. Oh, it was the. It was the. Over the palming. You know, palming, they knew he palmed yep. the ball, and they called it. And and Iverson says, "How long are we going to do this?" And they go, "Long enough for you to learn that you're not going to disrespect yep. my guy." And they they straight told him, "That's how it's going to be." That's a that's a uh, very good watch. If you if you haven't watched it, I, I watched that, and the Manti Teo one's pretty good as well. So look for those sport uh, documentaries, untold stories, but. All right, guys. Well, it's about that time we get into the what's in our locker segment. Um, Craig, what is in your locker? For Judge has three at bats and no hits tonight. So. Oh, that's not looking too good. Um, we got the first band competition of no football tonight. We had football last night. They won 63 to nothing. They're 5 and 0. Um, and tomorrow is the first band competition of the year for my son in his senior year. So that will be all day. Um, we lucked out on the draw time, and we do not have to be at the band hall until 8.45 in the morning instead of 5.30 like it normally is. So um, I get actually a little bit of sleep before we go because we will be there till midnight. And then I believe Sunday morning I'm going to go throw the cell cam that I got up that sends pictures to my phone um out at the dearly's up and make sure everything is set up for next weekend which will be opening weekend hunting season um getting ready for vacation the first week of october i will be on vacation which that is much needed because i haven't taken any time off all year um so the first week of october will be away from everything and unplug for a little bit and go hunting and probably catch up on some of these documentaries and everything like that. So um, that's about it. We're going to do band competition on Saturday and um, watch the NFL on Sunday. Oh, and I did um, Monday night something that I had never done. Oh, yeah. The, you don't forget to talk about that. Uh, yeah, that uh, <laughs> very, very interesting night. Um, I shot 800 on the button, and I have had multiple chances at this. and bowling. not by my bowling. Yeah, and not done it. And it, if you would have told me to start the night that I was going to do it, I would have laughed at you because I left work late. And decided I was kind of between the rock and the hard place of whether to go home or whether to go straight to the bowling alley. And I went home and showered and changed real quick. Well, there was a bad accident on the highway leading to City View. Uh, 20 and Granbury Road had all four lanes shut down and you were forced to get off the highway. So we we're supposed to be there at 630 and I didn't get there till about 650. So I didn't get any practice. And I start the night and throw the first ball of the night right in the ditch. And then spare it and throw 10 in a row and shoot 289 with no practice. Turn around and shoot 255 and 256 and shoot 800 right on the button. So the best part about it was I've bowled for my whole life. And my dad taught me from when I was young that's – I'm the only one of the kids that that followed it and stuck with it, and um, and he was there, and so um, he had had one a while back and shot 802, and um, I shoot 800, and and finally 
can can get that checked off the the bucket list. So um, it was a good night. Nice, nice man. Well, congrats on that. That's awesome. Um, the ring I, is ordered, and uh, it'll be here in a couple weeks. Yeah, your championship ring. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, well, my locker this week, uh, I ain't got much going on, man. Um, just, just, uh, looking at switching phone services, going to get a new phone. So that's get a new phone's a little exciting. Um, that's about it, man. I got nothing. I got nothing this weekend. I got football on Sunday to watch Yeah, church on Sunday. We got, um, those weekends are the best, man. It, man. It'll it'll go by faster than what it seems. So I I get to check out. Last weekend I bought a uh, electrical lawnmower and weed eater. So I'll get to check that out this weekend because last week the yard wasn't too you know too long. Now I will get to mow it uh, this weekend. Check that out. So woo, <laughs> fun stuff over Sounds here. Sounds great. In the household, but um, all right, guys. Well, that's going to be it. Uh, Craig is on here on Tuesdays, usually not on Fridays, but he is a special special occasion this week. Just another uh, um, about another three or four weeks uh, of, of Friday nights, um, and then we'll be back probably probably the end of September, start of October. Hopefully Jeff jumps on soon. He's been dealing with some things, um, working for the stuff for the podcast as well, so I hope Hope he's back on two on Fridays. But guys, hope you have a great weekend. Fantastic weekend ahead of you. Hope you got more planned than I do. Or maybe you don't want anything planned like I do. Um, sometimes that's, like Greg said, that's the better thing. We are on all podcast platforms. We are streaming live to uh, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter, and YouTube. So come watch us live on Tuesdays and Fridays. Come follow our uh, our social medias. We're on TikTok. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook and all that good stuff. So come check us out, guys. And God bless and remember. Keep it outspoken. <laughs>